You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. You may find yourself in another part of the world. You may find yourself behind the wheel. Yeah. on the ostensibly a baseball podcast, but now ostensibly a coronavirus podcast. That was the first song that came up when I just went to YouTube, so I decided I should play it. I think I've been watching a lot of Muppets lately. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Today is Saturday morning, March 28, 2020. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me today, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm doing well. I am here in the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic in America, Brooklyn, New York. We're going to jump right in with my hot take here. And my hot take is... Looks like New York City was the target the whole time. Uh, I find right. it very, very suspicious that everywhere else in the world has like 2,000, 3,000 cases of coronavirus. And New York City has like 50,000 cases of coronavirus. I think it's a little too convenient. Um, and I think the American government created coronavirus and tested it out in China, and then let it loose on its original target, which was New York City. Why would it be New York City? Why would the American government want to take down New York? Well, it's your classic uh, wealth grab by the super elite oligarchy. Tank the economy, Uh get a massive bailout from the government, take everything that all of the people have and then restart the economy, all of the rest of us will be starting from scratch and the super elite will come out better off than they did in the beginning. In addition to having all of our stuff. That's a really depressing thought. Yeah. It's the housing, it's the housing crisis. All it's the, the housing market crash all over again, Jill. Yeah. Like, everybody lost all their money except for, oh, whoops, the banks took all the land back. Right. And got the bailout, and they're fine. They got the bailout. Yeah. Same deal. Yeah, that was what was making me furious a couple of days ago when the former CEO of Goldman Sachs and the former CEO of Wells Fargo were both going online saying how important it was for people to get back to work. And these right. are literally the same two guys who uh, who ruined the economy in 2008. Right. Yeah, quote, quote, unquote, ruined the economy. But, you know, they didn't lose their job. They're richer right. than they ever were. It's just the rest of us don't have jobs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, houses. Or well, houses. Yeah. Like they own all of our houses now. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, pretty, pretty obvious if you look at it, Joel. That's all I'm yep. saying. Okay. Did you uh, watch Watchmen on HBO? Yeah. Yep. So this is like the equivalent of dropping the giant squid on New York City? Yeah, exactly. This is, the, this uh-huh. is our squid. This is the squid. Right. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, my hot take is that only Yankee fans are so stupid to hate Jose Altuve more than coronavirus. Ah. On a Twitter poll that was posted by Marcus Gray a couple of days ago, he asked, who is the biggest joke? And Jose Altuve defeated coronavirus. Nice. (laughs) So I just think that Yankee fans are bringing down the general IQ of New York City in general. Yeah, well, Donald Trump is a Yankee fan. And, you know, he doesn't believe that coronavirus is a real thing. So 
I mean, that, right. that gives you no. any idea into the psyche of a Yan- of your average Yankees fan. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani's a Yankees fan too. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, but you know, you know who's not a Yankees fan, which I was surprised about. Who? Chris Christie. Oh yeah, he's a Mets fan. He's a Mets guy. I told you about the time I was at a Mets game that he was at. Did they boo him? Yeah, they booed him. Like he, yeah. they put him up on the jumbotron, and the entire stadium started booing. It was amazing. Yeah. But I read about it. He's been a Mets fan since he was a kid. So I don't know. Kind of got to respect that that he doesn't get on the Yankees bandwagon. Right. No, you don't have to respect anything. No, you don't. You don't have to respect cool. him at all. But, well, the one good thing about the whole pandemic is that we're getting a lot more listens on a podcast than we used to because folks don't have anything better to do. Uh, uh, so right. shout out to everybody who listened last week. Uh, I still need to post. We had special guests Marin and Lewis on. I'm, I'm still holding on to that episode. I'll try to post that later today. Right. Thanks, Lewis. Who works in an ICU, which is yeah, a very interesting to, podcast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone in Chicago. Champagne. Champagne Illinois is under tornado watch right now. Also, so I right. don't know which sign of the apocalypse that one is. Well, maybe that'll keep people inside. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're already inside, so that's good. It was a beautiful <laughs> day in Brooklyn yesterday, and I rode my bike from my girlfriend's house where I'm quarantining to straight to my house to pick up some stuff, and there uh-huh. were so many people just, like, hanging out outside yeah. with each other. Chicago has shut down the parks. Um, like, you're not allowed to go to the lakefront to do anything now in Chicago. Really? Mm-hmm. Where are people going out to get their outdoor time? I, well, I mean, that, that was the problem. They were all going to the park, and that was not safe. Right. So I don't know. It's also uh, not safe to, like, not get any exercise or sunlight, though. Yeah. Don't know what to tell you. Well, I'm not the, the horn with the mayor of Chicago, Joel. I will. Mayor, Get me the mayor. She's funny. She's very short and wears very baggy suits. Yeah. And that's becoming a meme online is put Lori Lightfoot in things. Lori Lightfoot is watching you. Anyway. Back to what I was talking about. Thanks to everybody who listened. Chicago, Champaign, Brooklyn, New York, Reading, Pennsylvania, Cincinnati, Ohio, Stone Mountain, Georgia, Orlando, Barcelona, Orangeburg, South Carolina. Hope you are all doing well. Yeah, um, stay safe and stay, stay safe. inside away from tornadoes. Stay sane. Uh, yep. I, stay okay. safe. I say stay safe and go crazy. Yeah, okay. That's good. (laughs) Keep an eye on your Facebook friends. Start putting bets on who's going to lose their mind first. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's early. You want to get to the headlines? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. Starting off the headlines. This is the big one, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday was supposed to be opening day, and I don't even really have that much to say about this, okay? But I shouldn't have to. Thursday, was we were supposed to be watching baseball, Joel, by now. Right. And I can't believe that people are still talking about the goddamn economy, right? Right. Because, you know, pales in comparison. So I guess I only have one question for you. What the fuck, Joel? Well... I've got my 2020 White Sox calendar right here, all right? So by my count, we should be 1-0. and We would have beaten Kansas City on Thursday. Uh-huh. And play the second. I don't know why there would be no – so nobody spoke for us yesterday. So today we play Kansas City again. And then have a Sunday home match against Kansas City tomorrow. So – 
we're going to be, you know, 3-0 and in my mind by the end of the day on – who is Boston supposed to open against? Actually, I'm not even sure. Well, we gotta start. Uh, we gotta start doing our box scores. Yes, that Remember? would be a good idea. Yeah, just just make up your own box scores. Yeah, we will just make up our own box scores for people to follow online. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Jimmy yeah. Anderson's gonna hit 400 this year. <laughs> 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 so have you watched any like old baseball games on online no i actually i was it was just late night and the arizona diamondbacks twitter feed was just rebroadcasting game seven of the 2001 world series yeah. I just sat and watched Game World Series with like 600 different Arizona Diamondback fans on the internet. That was really interesting. Two things I learned. Uh, they really, really miss those old uniforms. The teal and uh, the what colors? Teal and pink. Oh, yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you do. The throwback Arizona Diamondback Jerseys that are like bright green and bright pink. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, anyway, Arizona Diamondback fans love those jerseys. That World Series is the only uh, championship that the state of Arizona has won in the big three sports. Um, and, oh, when I start talking shit about Derek Jeter, even Arizona Diamondback fans stand up for him, which I thought was ridiculous. Really? Yeah. So check this out. I saw this the other day that people, Blake Snell and a couple other professional baseball players are playing MLB The Show against each other. Like oh. and you can and you can watch it online. So nice. it's like professional baseball players playing baseball against each other. Yeah. In a video game. Right, right. Do they have to play they have to play as each other or do they play as different people? I don't know. Uh, maybe like does Blake Like is this a Pete Rose situation? <laughs> like, or it's like Blake Snell's playing as the Yankees, and then it's like he can't go to the Hall of Fame now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But, like, Blake Snell plays with the Yankees and tanks on poopers. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. All right, we're about to be joined here by a special guest. Uh, Oh, nice. really going to take this podcast into the next level right now. You ready? Yep. Is it going to work? This is good. This is going to be big. This is a big moment for us in Dump on the Imp. Uh, right. Connecting now. Um, oh, and we never came up for any with any questions. We just started talking yo. about our- oh, Hello. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Welcome back. So, what uh <laughs> we are joined by a special guest, special Chinese dump on the um correspondent, Patty, uh, who's coming at us from Shanghai. Say hey, Patty. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Yeah. yeah welcome back to the show. Yeah. I'm gonna get a beer. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> we're, we're drinking coffee. Would you, yeah. I got a I got a Budweiser, a Chinese one. Nice. Chinese bud. <laughs> what what do they call that? They call this uh byway. Byway? Yeah. Byway. <laughs> That's yes. cool. So how you doing? Yeah, I'm not doing not bad. Um things are sort of coming back to, to normal uh here, but still a little bit uh 
still a little bit crazy. Right. I think I read last night they've banned uh, foreigners from entering the country. Yeah. Um, so there's that news development. <laughs> but uh, mm. basically here, I would say for the most part, like on a daily basis, you'll get like temperature checked. You need to have like a pass to get into your, your living space. Um, so they like really have the infrastructure set up to like check people and they you know they have like cameras all over the city but that that was before the virus right people like walk up to you on the street and like shove a thermometer in your ear or something no no so like if you were to go into any any building like if i go to my work building i need to get temperature checked if i go to like starbucks i'll need to get temperature checked uh and then if I go home, I'll need to get temperature checked. Right. And, and they'll you do fail your temperature check at your front door. What where you don't go home? So I mean they have it all set up. It's like sort of all interwebbed with the the government. Right. Uh, and basically uh, I believe if you if you if you fail a temperature check, they'll 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 do another one first. They want to make sure they don't have like a false negative. Uh-huh. And then on top of that uh, if you keep failing, like if you have a fever, then someone will come. You'll go to like a triage place where they will, I think they do a couple tests to, to, to test if you are uh, actually have this virus. So like I heard they do some ch- tests like to test your white blood cell count, which somehow indicates if you, I don't know if it like some metric that will indicate if you're sick or not. And then they will also do a test uh, a flu test to see if you just have the regular flu. And uh-huh. then, uh, yeah. So when, I don't they, know. when they give you the first temperature check, is it in your ear? Like, no, so they have these infrared scanners. It's like this thing. Uh, I don't know if you've seen videos of this. They'll like, they'll point this thing right at your forehead or they'll point it at your, the, your, uh, inner wrist. Um, but but uh, in China here, like at least in Shanghai, there's been uh, there's new cases from outside of the country, like daily. But I think there hasn't been a new case from inside the inside the city uh, in at least like it's. I think it might be almost like four or five days. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, but you and, were you and, were on lockdown, right? Uh. So. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give you sort of my story about how, what happened to me. So uh, it was about January 20th, uh, and that was right before Chinese New Year. And that's like when the whole country is like having about seven days uh, of vacation. And right. that's like the whole country. So like a billion people have vacation all at the same time. And the yeah, traditional thing here right. in China is to go, yeah. The, the the traditional thing here in China though is to go go back to your hometown to go back to your home uh, where your your ancestors are from, uh, but I went to Thailand uh, and I went with my my wife and her or my parents in law and my sister in law. Uh, that's when like sh- sort of stuff when shit got real in China, and right. we were like considering not going back, but we weren't really sure. Uh, we ended up actually going back. And then immediately leaving again because we were sort of afraid that Shanghai would sort of become the next Wuhan. Because uh, mm-hmm. it was right. really uncertain at that time. So we actually went back to Thailand for another two weeks. Um, and then we ended up coming going back to China. And at that time, uh, everyone entering Shanghai, uh, no, it doesn't matter if you were going from like a city, like, you know, 20 miles away or coming from uh, a different country you were required by the government to uh, self-isolate. So we, me and my wife, we self-isolated for two weeks. Uh, and then afterwards, we went to our, like, housing bureau. Our, uh, you know, we live in, like, a gated community. And uh, we uh-huh. went to them to get, like, a pass to be able to leave the compound. So they check. Uh-huh. If, if I don't have the pass, you can't get into the compound. They won't let you uh-huh. back in. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. So what did you do in Thailand? Thailand was pretty cool. It was, like, pretty relaxed. Um, 
I had to work, but uh, you know, I was just working from the the hotel. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I I didn't notice. I mean, I was there with my wife as well, and she's Chinese, and I didn't notice like people really, you know, discriminating her or you know or foreigners or anything. Right. But, uh-huh. um, That's good. Yeah, uh, I mean, I heard that in other places, people are like not really so big fans of Chinese people going there. Uh, right. But yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I I read something like people like were spitting on Chinese people or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, we had yeah. a couple of problems with that. Even in Illinois, a guy yeah. got like got like 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 physically attacked while going for a jog a jog outside of. Chicago. Um, oh wow! Yeah, people suck. Yeah. Some people. I uh, so I. Just a fun fact: I've been to Thailand with Patty before, and he lost his mind. So I was just curious if that was what <laughs> happened. This oh, time. <laughs> no, yeah, no, those days are. No, those days are over. <laughs> yeah, I wish. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's there with but his Thailand, wife and his boss <laughs> but Thailand also too is like it was uh, it was also like when I, when I was with my like my my wife and my like parents-in-law we were also like being very I don't know cautious we were we were also worried about going to places with a lot of people uh, so we weren't really we were just like kind of hanging out and then when I went there the second time, it was just pretty much just, you know, doing my work during the day. And then I, I like went out to a market once, but also like not really doing anything crazy or anything like that. To be honest, I haven't been out in any like social situation probably in like 10 weeks. Wow. Like, just go, go to work, go back home and that's it. Right. I've watched so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, well that's interesting. But they didn't—they didn't like lock you down except for those first two weeks you were back. Like you were back to work after two weeks, or. Uh yeah, so yeah. they, so, actually, so they have they have two uh, apps here that are used for, like they're used for a, a bunch of different services. Uh, and one of them is called uh, is called WeChat. That's like sort of the WhatsApp of China. And then the other one is called uh, AliPay, which is or it's like owned by Alibaba, which, which right. I'm not sure if you guys know that company, but it's a sure. really huge company here in China. Uh, basically, both of these apps you can like buy, ho- you can like book hotels, you can uh, get food delivery, you can you can really do tons of different things on it. But uh, this app also has a a code that is assigned to every single person who has this app which is like everyone in china and the code will indicate your health status so if i am uh for example my health status now is green Uh and if if i have to go to work i have to show i have to prove that i am a healthy person and Uh it's all intertwined like for example, let's say someone in my housing complex got sick. Maybe my health status would change to yellow. Or if someone at my work got sick. You know, they like they really are tracking everyone. Wow, uh, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very it's they were tracking people before this, but no, I know. it was but yeah. still terrifying. It was it's very useful in this this case, right, but right, you know. Right. <laughs> The argument for, like, authoritarian government control. Like, well, when there's a pandemic, we know everything about you now. So don't right. worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'll give you a, a, a counterexample. So a f- about a year ago, one of my friends, he got into a, an accident uh, with, uh, with, like, a bicyclist. Like, he was driving a scooter, and he, like, got into an accident with some guy riding a bike. Uh-huh. And and it ended up uh, he stopped and it ended up uh, that they had to like bring it up with the courts or not with the courts like with the local police station, and the 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 quickness of how much they could how much information they could get is really uh, sort of impressive. It's kind of scary, right. but <laughs> they had 
five minutes of video, five minute loop of video, 45 minutes later of wow. all the movements that he had on the bike. Right. So they could say, like, clearly whose fault it was because they were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> here in China, there's cameras everywhere. Like yeah. every street corner will have a, sh- a camera on it. Right. And they're like they're like tracking your face. They're yeah, they're really doing a lot of they're using big data, I think. Yeah. No joke. But, wow. So have you been getting any news from the US? Oh, can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Have yeah. you been getting any news from the US? Uh, yeah, I mean... What are they uh, saying about us over there? Oh, okay. Uh, honestly, I think a lot of people are a little bit astounded uh, about what the situation is happening in the U.S., especially here in China. Uh, because I think, for the most part, I mean, they read a lot of these things, a lot of things that are said by, like, the, the federal government. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, for example, like, I've seen some things that say, like, oh, China should have warned us about this. And people are like, what are you talking about? We, like, they closed the whole country. Right. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like, in that sense, there, there's some people are like, what are you talking about? The other thing, too, is, like, the one thing that I think works here, and I'm, I'm not, like, pulling, pulling for it in the U.S., but... The whole country, when they go outside, you're pretty much either either you're actually uh, you're actually like punishable, required to wear a mask, or I mean you're just like uh, socially required to wear a mask. And I I personally don't believe that the mask will really protect you. Uh, it will really like protect you from uh, people giving you this this uh, coronavirus, but. Uh, if the whole country is wearing a mask, then I think it will protect, you know, sick people from giving other people the, the virus. Right. That's what they're saying, so, is that the mask will, if you're sick, you should wear a mask. And if you're not sick, a mask yeah. isn't going to help you. And But what I'm t- trying to say is, like, 99.9% of the people outside, you like, you don't see anyone not wearing a mask. Right. So, I mean, like... I think it's sort of it it it's a good factor to cut people who are sick who don't know they're sick or maybe they do know they're sick maybe they don't know they're sick but it like cuts right. them out of the the equation. Right. Um, I mean, just, like if I go to work, I, I I must wear a mask. Like I can't mm-hmm. just be like I'm not wearing my mask right now. You wear. Uh, I have to like keep it on my. Work. Yeah, I just have to keep it on my face at all times, pretty much. Huh. But yeah, and you can't be like, well, I'm except except when I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. You go ahead. No, I mean, it's coming back to normal here. I mean like this, you know, I, I do some sports here and like those sports leagues are sort of jumping back up like the the soccer group i play with are playing there's like badminton groups that are playing like i haven't joined them yet because i'm just sort of thinking is it worth it like i don't want to get sick (laughs) but uh but there are no businesses that are closed people aren't like restricted from going outside uh the only thing is like if you come back into the country now I think they're they're more strict than they were when I came back into the country, which is was a which was about four weeks ago. But mm-hmm. uh, now they're they're giving you manual uh, mandated quarantine where you stay in like a hotel, mm-hmm. and right. then you 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 can't leave. Like they won't they they physically will stop you from leaving. Right. But so people are allowed to gather in groups again. Yeah, I mean, for example, it it's you know like I see kids outside playing, uh, which about three or four weeks ago you wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. It was sort of desolate. And the before too as well, like Shanghai is one of these cities. It's got like twenty six million people in it, and uh, we uh, it, there was always really bad traffic, 
and for a time it was it was something I'd never seen before. You could go uh, to locations that would take you hours before that will take like half the time because of the traffic. Okay. But uh, now that traffic has sort of come back. It's not it's not like uh, a total ghost town. Right. But it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> How's things so, in the U.S.? They're fucked. Well, in yeah. New York, they're fucked. I, uh, you missed it because we started before you came on, but my hot take was New York City was the target the entire time. Because shit is fucked it's- up here. And it, you said you had like, what, 200 cases in Shanghai, right? Yeah. Right. I think there's 400 actually total. but 400 total. And we have like 50,000 here in New York yeah. City. So it's like, my my hot take was that it's all a conspiracy to New York, it for is. New York. Yeah. It was not a Chinese made conspiracy. in a lab. Right, made in a lab <laughs> no. by the CIA. That's the theory. Yeah. No, I'm just the kidding. CIA. Yeah. Man, but, but that's the that's the thing is that if we've got fifty thousand cases in New York City alone, you know what are the a hundred more than a hundred thousand cases in the U.S. now? Right. In a in a country of three hundred million, and right. we're not doing any of that lockdown stuff that you would describe it well it's the the infrastructure here is set up much better to implement like a lockdown i think so new like, york city actually new york city is <laughs> yeah well new york city i think i also think it's set up as well i mean because they could just close the bridges right and then you wouldn't be able to leave right like for example then, like, like healthcare workers wouldn't be able to get to work and well oh, right But I mean, like, when they locked down Shanghai, when they locked down this whole country, pretty much, they just closed. I mean, you couldn't physically get out of the city, really. Like, you could walk out of it, maybe, but it would, you know, it's just not feasible. And then, you know, like, I'd say, I would say probably about 60% of people living, live in housing complexes that are, like, walled. So, so basically, my housing complex probably has like about 10,000 people living in it. Right. And uh, basically what they had done is they had six exits uh, and they blocked them all except one. So you, you have to go and in that and that one was monitored and you had to have your temperature taken and you had to have a bed. Right, exactly. So wait, what do so you the, do for food if you're quarantined and your health level is red and you can't So. <clears throat> Yeah, so you can well one you can order food like on the, uh, and, or on the uh, one app. Yeah, they have yeah they have a couple apps you could get like they delivery and uh, bring it in. Uh, but also on top of that, it's maybe I didn't explain it exactly right. You weren't so you, you get home quarantined and that means you should stay in your home. Right. Uh, but you're you're physically not capable of leaving the compound but the compound is probably like you know almost like a square mile right so i mean like and they have they have supermarkets they have a lot of like different uh stores that offer different things you know like there's a gym in my in my compound there's there's a place where you can get like your nails done i mean not that i did that (laughs) But, (laughs) but Maybe later right, once yeah. the shell blows right. over. <laughs> that was that would have been week three right. of quarantine. Yeah. When you're really yeah. bored. I'm like <laughs> trying not to get the person who's doing my toenails to cough on my toes. So if you've got in your housing complex everything you need to survive and go through your daily daily life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, okay. honestly, I, I'm not going to lie. My wife probably hasn't. I don't think she, we left the complex one time in the last six weeks. You don't work in your complex, though, do you? So, yeah, I, I have to leave to go to work. Yeah, but uh, but literally I just go to work and then I come back home. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But some people here now are like, they're like kind of getting back to normal. Like one of my friends had like a, a birthday party at a bar. And, but I just was like, nah, nah, bro. Right. <laughs> next, next year. <laughs> yeah. Don't like you that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, here, like everyone's sick here. It's pretty scary. And then like, yeah. You know, there's all these horror stories because there's not enough beds in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, all restaurants closed down. Yeah, and so, and there's like not enough space in the morgue for all the people who are dying. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, they. I mean, two here. They also were doing other things like they did. They did. Uh, what do you call it? They did mandatory cremations. Right. And also no funerals. I mean, I saw in the U.S., I think they're doing that as well. Like, you can't go to someone's funeral, right? Right. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, like, what are you doing in New York? Like, can you just go outside to get food or people are like, don't go outside? Uh, you're not supposed to go outside for anything other than – well, no, that's not true. You're not – all the what they call non-essential businesses are closed. So – that's like everything that's not a grocery store, pharmacy, or like um, agriculture is still a thing. Uh, I have a friend who works on a rooftop farm, my roommate. He's still at work. Um, and what else? Liquor stores are open. Um, but that's like, essential. yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Offices, like, people aren't going to work. People are working from home. All restaurants are closed except for takeout and delivery. Um, but it's like people, I mean, people in Brooklyn, at least, are not taking it very seriously. Like, there's still, like, people just hanging out on the street um, and in the parks. Yeah. So they haven't shut down the parks yet. Uh, it's just tough, especially, like, you know, in Manhattan, there's a lot of people who live in like apartments that are just like a tiny room and they're in a bathroom and there's like no kitchen. Uh, and they're just not right. designed for people to be living inside of them. You know what I mean? It's it, like it's more like like one of those Japanese like sleeping hotels where they yeah, just like exactly. have a capsule <laughs> right. that you can sleep in and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you just climb into your tube. So they're like, I don't know. It's and it's all it's like nothing is being run very well here right now. So it's like right. we're we're just behind on everything. Um despite ample warning that it was coming, you know. Right. And you know, so the government says, you know, we're in shelter, do not go outside, but everybody <laughs> keeps going outside. Right. And just hanging out. <laughs> like there's no there's, like, right. there's no enforcement I guess because what would they do like they well can't. have you seen what they're doing in uh in India uh no. go ahead so I I've seen videos of this I don't know if this is, yeah maybe this is just too widespread but I've just seen a couple videos of like the police like like they have like a switch and they're like beating people with a switch. Yeah, I've, I saw stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just like, it's insane. This, but... this, is, this is the really fucked up thing, though. Uh, and which maybe doesn't sound so fucked up in comparison to what's going on in China. But in the state of Rhode Island, where Eli works, um, they are. So all of these states are starting to mandate a mandatory two-week quarantine for anybody coming from New York City. And in Rhode Island, there's cops on the border of the state who pull over everybody who has a New York license or license plate and right. registers them and says, if, and if Rhode Island's their final destination, then they have to quarantine for two weeks. And also the cops are going door to door in the coastal towns finding out which New Yorkers went to their like summer like coastal cottages and registering them and mandating that they do a two week quarantine. Um, and so, you know, that 
violates a number of the Bill of Rights, uh, but people are doing it. Yeah. In Rhode well, the Island. problem, the problem too, is like, I think the major one major issue is like, I'm not saying like people. Betty. Hello. Hello. Hey, please don't go outside. But then they just go out anyway. <laughs> They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going out because I want to. So, I mean, like, in China, for one thing, is like they, I would say a lot of people, they, they put the restriction there, but they'll obey it even if there wasn't the restriction. If right. they just get the, the news, they wouldn't go and, like, disobey it. But yeah. I feel like in, in the U.S., a lot of people are like, but you know, but why? Why do I have to do that? Or right. like, well, it doesn't make sense for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, for the sure. The people here who are like basically under 40, there's like a, a kind of vibe. It's like, well, if I get sick, I'll be fine anyway. So whatever. I saw that, that bro on uh, some like news clip where he's like, if I get Corona, I get Corona. It's not going to stop right. me from partying. Well, that was because... Oh, yeah, the spring break, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that guy's awesome. <laughs> right. That's, He's living the dream. That's that's America right there. That's the American way. Yep. But, but, I mean, I think there's just a general thing where it's just like... That, that you always have, you need like more of a reason why. And I think a lot of people are skeptical of it in the U.S. as well. Right. And then in, like in China, I think people really believe it. I think they really are. I mean, it's it's really, I mean, it affected a lot of people at the beginning. It doesn't seem to be affecting as many people but not now. But I, I get the feeling that there's a lot of people in the U.S. who are like, is it really going to get me sick? Or is it like just like a cold? Or is it just the flu? And like, I wouldn't change my lifestyle for the flu. So why am I changing my lifestyle for this? Right. Uh, you know, I mean, it's whatever. It's been said, like, you shouldn't do that. But I don't know if it's going to stop people from doing anything. People are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, until everybody starts dropping. That's what. I, that's the thing. So the, U, the U.S. has 105,000 confirmed cases. 34 people died yesterday, bringing the total to 1,730 deaths. And we're still just like, okay. Only 35 people died yesterday? In the U.S., 34 people died yesterday. Oh, that's great. It was like 400 uh, the day before. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a good point. That's why I just so, saw. Are you guys both, like, working from home or, like, they're, they're just like, don't come to work? or? Yeah, School well, I work at a restaurant, which is closed because it's not a takeout place. So I'm just unemployed. I'm I am on unemployment insurance right now. Shitty. Yeah, last well, job I'll ever need. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting I heard they're coming right out now. with a check yeah. though. So, what's that? Do you qualify for the check? Yeah. Yeah, I should. Nice. I'm wondering yeah. if I qualify for the check, and is it immoral for me to take the check, even though I don't live in the country? <laughs> you should ask about that. I don't think it's immoral at all. Yeah, it's definitely not immoral. Right. Well, I mean, like, I'm sort of benefiting on something that, I mean, it's definitely not geared towards me. Like, it's not, it wasn't meant for me, I wouldn't think. Right. <laughs> but, it's, it's meant for Goldman Sachs. Like, that's who's getting all the money. So if you can yeah. get some for you, I'd say go for it. Alright. Well, I'll look into it. That's gotta be some books in there. Cool. I definitely fi- I fit the income. <laughs> right. <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning I'm, I'm, I'm poor. <laughs> but, but... Uh... So Tom Brady's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. Yeah, that kind of stinks, right? I mean, like, we got the same birthday, so I feel <laughs> like we have a connection. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, he's going to Florida. Florida's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> right. He's going so, down. He's in semi-retirement. 
Yeah, I mean, he's just starting to warm up the bones. You get that arthritis. New England winters. Yeah. I don't blame him. Go hang out at Bob Craft's resorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably get the handy. Let's get the handy as we speak. Right. It's in Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> he knows a guy. Bob was like, you got to head down to Tampa. I know a guy. Give yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no! I have awesome a setup. question for you. This is what I wanted to ask you, Patty. Uh, yeah, is basketball? Their professional basketball season is going on right now in China, and it got stopped, right? Oh, or actually, I, I don't know. know. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. I, I assume. I assume so. Yeah. I think it did. The whole I was country. Just wondering if it had started back up yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll double check that. But the whole country. Uh, was completely like shut down like five weeks ago. Like, right. Even my like no workplaces were open like five weeks ago. Right. So then, I would say about four weeks ago they were like, okay, you can go back to work. And then, um, in the last like two weeks, it seems to the cases have gone down so like to such a large extent that like even like the in like Hubei province where Wuhan is, it's it's like opening up, apparently. Right. Like they're allowing them people to leave. I mean, it's pretty insane. I mean, if I was a foreigner living in Wuhan, I would have been under like complete lockdown for like two or three months, pretty much. Right. I mean, they locked that city down. I think on like January twenty second or something. So it's like Mar- Okay, so it's like two and two two months and some change. Right. But yeah. So two months was the lockdown, is what you're saying, and that was like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. About it was really, it was about like, maybe 1.5 months, right? And that was like yeah. uh, handled by an a, like government that has the wherewithal and the like well, desire to like make this go away as fast as possible. Well, they do this this sort of weird thing that it's sort of like top down management. So, like, everything comes from the top. And that was sort of the blame of how it got out of hand in the first place. Uh But after it, after that first part got out of hand, it, like, really, they came down hard. And a lot of the, like, measures were sort of viewed upon as sort of, you know, I guess some people say, like, draconian. Right. Uh, but, But I think in the end they were pretty effective. Right. Uh, but it, the thing about it for me was like what was scary for me at that time was I so I came back I was in here I was in China like February 8th I believe and it was so uncertain like at that time they were like we're not letting people leave their homes we're gonna like uh, I remember like the housing person like we were about to go back to Thailand because we were like afraid that we would be stuck in China right uh, and the housing person said, like, on my way out, they said, if you leave, don't come back. <laughs> that was their, right. <laughs> that was their, like, last words to me. But then, like, three weeks later, it's, like, sort of the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel in sort of that sense. It, like, really sort of turned another page. I think also, too, it's relative speaking, relatively speaking, when you, when you look at what was happening in Italy and then... Uh, you know, afterwards, what was happening in the U.S. Yeah. But, right. What's It's still happening in Italy, man. That place is fucked. Yeah. No, I mean, we, when we were looking from, you know, it's still, like, even three weeks ago, I mean, the cases were much lower than in, uh, in China. But what China is, like, China's been at 80,000 for, you know, like, the last three weeks. It yeah, really hasn't. Right. Uh, yeah, it hasn't increased. But now they're like, the one thing that we're sort of experiencing now is like, th- I've never felt it here that there's there's a little bit of discrimination against, uh, maybe not discrimination is right, not the right word, but like people are afraid of foreigners now. Right. They're really like afraid of them. Like, for example, one of my friends was on a flight the other day and she was telling me that they boarded all the Chinese people first and there were two foreigners on the flight. And they boarded them last, and they like separated them from everyone. Yeah, they like, yeah, and like sort of. I mean, like if you had that happen in the U.S., like 
right when this was breaking out, like there would be a firestorm of like, like you can't treat like people that way, you know. But they'll they'll do it. They're doing it here. And like for example, like little things that happen to me, it's like, I can hear people are like, oh, foreigners coming through, like get out of the way. And then like I I take the elevator, and they're like, I'll take the next one. Huh. <laughs> you know, like you know, like because they don't. I mean, what they're afraid is. They're afraid that they're from Italy, like I'm from Italy or I'm from uh, the U.S. I mean, where yeah. I am from the U.S., but like I just came from the U.S. and like I could be sick. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Should, like, so it, it's sort of like New York T-shirt and just like yeah. walk around, see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they, they have an awesome shirt here in China. I'll get you guys. I'll get you guys two of them. Nice. It's a uh, it's it's a knockoff of I Love New York, but they do it for Beijing. Uh-huh. Can you guess what the oh, initials yeah. are? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shirt is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll take two of those shirts. <laughs> uh, and then do do all the Chinese people get it also though? No, like, I, actually, I mean, like, even if you get, actually, I feel bad. I, I brought some of these shirts back as a joke, and my mom took one, and she was, like, wearing it. And my <laughs> sister came out, and she was like, what? Bob, you can't can't wear that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Bob, that shirt wasn't for you. It was more of, like, a gag gift. <laughs> but, um, my, uh, <clears throat> so here's another story about Patty's gag clothing gifts is – uh, one time I'm on a family group chat with my family and my brother has a bunch of children and he just had a baby girl and he sent a picture of his daughter wearing this onesie that Patty initially had got for his the oldest son. And the onesie had a Thai characters written on the front. And so <laughs> the, the text was a picture of this baby in this onesie and my brother was like, hey, Nit, who's my sister-in-law from Thailand, hey, what does this say? And she responds, oh, my God, I'm going <laughs> to call you right now. <laughs> and because Patty had given my nephew when he was born this onesie that like, said, like, jerk off or something on, <laughs> on it in Thai. <laughs> <laughs> so... I want to defend myself right now. <laughs> Nate had given me a shirt when I graduated from university that said, I finished jerking off 2011. <laughs> like, <laughs> class of 11. Finished jerking off. <laughs> but. And so you just, you just pass that on to Jake? Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I learned how to write it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool this is good because this is part of the story that i hadn't heard yeah. before yeah it wasn't my fault it was That's actually nick's fault <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's good to know i'll call her when we're done here <laughs> all right yeah cool 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 <sighs> well baseball is canceled it for the time being yeah. Um, what are there is there like a good chinese sports league like online channel yeah, we that we should be watching like are they playing baseball there can we watch chinese baseball right now um for baseball baseball's not super popular in china but right. i think it may be in taiwan or japan but i think most of these countries aren't hosting any sports leagues yeah. at the right. moment. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing basketball because basketball season was supposed to happen for sure. Thanks. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they're letting, like, the normal people uh, play, I would think that they would have the money makers play as well. Right. I, just, I just looked up uh, – I just looked it up and they are, they have recalled, they've asked the American players who play in the Chinese basketball league to come back. So I, if, oh, they really? started up, if they haven't started up, they're going to start up soon, I guess. Oh, but, I, 
but they banned all foreigners from entering the country. Yeah. Well, there's like exceptions <laughs> to that, though. Oh yeah. And also, Stephon Marbury. That was more. That was more than a week ago. I that article I read. Just, just oh. one exception. The only exception is for Stefan Marbury. He's the only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a legend here. Yeah. He has a statue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. How was China when Kobe died? Oh, people were. They were sad. Yeah. People love Kobe. So they're they're really star centric in terms of like like liking their teams. Uh-huh. Uh, so I mean, like not liking their teams, like liking basketball. So right. it's normally you won't have a person be like, I like this team. They'll be more like, I like this player. Right. So Kobe was really, really, really popular here, and a lot of people wrote like, I would see things on like social media where they'd be like, first coronavirus and now Kobe. Like, oh, that was, like, yeah. a typical, like, what's going on with the world this year? Because, you know, like, happened at the very beginning of the year. Gotcha, um, yeah. So, coronavirus, had coronavirus started in China by the time Kobe died? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's interesting. I think Kobe died, yeah. Kobe died, actually, on Chinese New Year, I'm almost sure of that. Oh, wow. But That sucks. Because in all media, it's... It's like reversed. It's like, man, first Kobe died, and now coronavirus. No, it was the opposite, right? That's the way here. But yeah. I, I actually, maybe I should tell you this story that I have about Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, so I moved to China in 2011, and at that time, I somehow got suckered into uh, judging a speech competition at a local high school. Okay. And and the reason why was just uh, basically they were they were looking for a foreigner to 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 join the judge panel. Uh-huh. And at that time, uh, the, so let me first te- say what the, the 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 topic was. The topic was uh, to be your best or to be yourself. Okay. And at that time, uh, Steve Jobs had just died, like maybe a month beforehand. Okay. And, there was like 150 kids in this speech competition. It was like hours. Wow. And, and every was, kid. Yeah. Was it English? Were the speeches? Yeah, yeah, I was in, okay. yeah, it was in, in English. Uh-huh. So every every single kid had a speech that was about Steve Jobs. I'm talking like 99 <laughs> out of 100 of these kids was about Steve Jobs. It got really, really dull very, very quickly. But then there was this very small girl. She was like 16 years old. And she says... <laughs> She starts this, her speech comp, uh, her contest, and she says, Now, when you hear the name Kobe Bryant, you may first think of the rape allegation, but he scored about 81 points in one game. It was the most funny speech I'd ever heard. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> she just started off with, like, deflecting all the rape allegation things with, with Kobe Bryant. I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty hilarious. 81 points in the game? Yeah, her, her, the first two lines of the speech, I'll never forget it. She said, when you first hear the name Kobe Bryant, you may first think of the rape allegation. But he ended up overcoming that and scoring 81 points in one game. I gave her tens all across the board. Right, right. Did she win? <laughs> no, she didn't win. Dang. She didn't win. People did. People did uh, <laughs> have the same thoughts as me, I guess. But right, right. <laughs> oh, but that's funny. I'm like, I never was a Kobe fan, but actually, after he retired, I was like, all right, he's pretty good. Yeah. No, I always rooted against him my whole life, and then it was kind of sad that his whole like, he seemed to be doing good things in retirement. Right. Yeah, he did. He wasn't like the usual scumbag, like right. like A. Rod or somebody else. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but he wasn't racist. That's the thing. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> Check that out. That, that, was, a le- that was a legend. <laughs> <laughs> no, he admitted to it. No, he didn't admit. He admitted to having sex with her. He didn't admit to raping her. Right. No, but the thing is, is that like in he did because he's like. I thought it was consensual, 
I now understand that she did not think it was consensual. And it's like, rape is not like a he said, she said sort of thing. It's like, if she, in the moment, was not consenting, then that was rape. You know what I mean? And he was like, I get it now. That, that's not what happened. <laughs> so. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have to say. I feel like I have a different take on it. My take was like, like he got accused of it, and then, and then their their case like fell through, and then he was like, if she thinks that way, that sucks. But I did do it. That's what I thought he said. <laughs> but but maybe I, I mean I, didn't, I haven't I haven't watched the tape in a while. <laughs> watching like Kobe Bryant interviews like <laughs> from no, 2000 he, whatever he issued a, a apology to his victim and the, the right. case fell through because there was like aggressive character assassination and she was like being harassed and so they offered if she dropped the criminal charges to settle in a civil suit which they did Oh. And part of that settling was him putting out that press release. Right. Okay. Huh. Okay. Well, I feel like you're going to have a lot of angry Kobe emails on your Twitter feed. (laughs) We we did a whole Kobe episode. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Right after he died, we did a Kobe episode. And it basically was this conversation of how you know we can't overlook the fact that he is still a a rapist even when we try to make him legendary so did you get any angry messages no, i don't think we people? have that many kobe fans because you know we have literally dozens of uh listeners nice. uh, <laughs> but actually that that episode was pretty highly watched for us something that we do. Word, yeah. Word. But no, no angry emails. Maybe now we'll get some angry emails. Maybe. I, I read an article about a, a teacher getting fired for saying something about Kobe. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's kind No, no. I think she was in the U.S. and she said, like, yeah, he got what he deserved or something like that. And then, uh, well, and then like, his students, like, complained about it. And then, like, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 done, and even I mean like, I don't know if we remember like, after he won after the Me Too movement, he mm-hmm. was like they were like we shouldn't celebrate this guy at like the Academy Awards and like that you know he was part of the problem right, you know yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he, so uh, he had like nine daughters and so I think he like you know probably changed his way of thinking. And you know what? He had nine daughters. I don't think. No, yeah, I think he has four daughters. Yeah. Well, okay. the one died with him. The one died with him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's older, but yeah. I think he had. I think that he had three others. Um, Have you ever heard of uh, Antonio Cromartie? Yeah. He's got like twenty kids, <laughs> or oh, something like that. So does the quarterback <laughs> for the Chargers. Uh, Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers, yeah, he has, Philip Rivers has like 12 children or 16 no children way. with, with his, his one wife. Oh, they're like Mormons or something? Catholic. I think they might be. No, they're Catholic. Catholic? Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> so what do you, like, actually, I have to say, I want to I wanna applaud you guys for one thing. Because okay. I feel like we're gonna sum up pretty soon. But right. well, so I, I was know. listening to your, I was listening to your show uh, earlier this week. I don't know which ep- I think it was the coronavirus episode. Uh, and you guys openly started discussing what you should talk about <laughs> in the future. <laughs> it was really funny because I was thinking like, you guys should talk about this before you get out there. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like. So what are we gonna talk about later? You know, I guess we can talk. I think you said you're like, let's talk about dude or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is dude. <laughs> but that thing with there are no sports. Like, yeah, yeah. 
We had, yeah. There's nothing to talk about because there's no sports. Uh, yeah, this I is know, a very man. freeform podcast. Right. <laughs> it's very organic. <laughs> very yeah. organic. That's what we go for. Well, I thought it said that we are one editor away from like an award-winning podcast. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if we had somebody who like came through and like organized the podcast in a way that was like pleasant to listen to, like we have really good content. <laughs> But then you would have to like listen to the whole thing and then start editing it. Exactly. That's like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, a lot of people are unemployed these well, days. Well, you can Patty, we were also working on a novel. I don't know if you heard that in the Hi. podcast. But oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a young adult steampunk novel. What's a steampunk novel? What what genre is that? Is that a subgenre? Steampunk is yeah. its own genre. Think it's like, like uh, it's science fiction, but with throwback technology. Yeah, there's like, like a lot of zeppelins. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the it's Golden like, Compass is that steampunk? Yeah, I would say the Golden Compass would be steampunk. Um, oh, I thought you said steam hunk. I thought it was like romantic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's, a new genre. it's like steampunk romance <laughs> I, steam I, I bet you could sell a lot of steampunk novels yeah. if you started writing of, like, hunk hugs. novels with steampunk genres <laughs> yeah it's like 50 shades of grey except right. for with, with zeppelins oh man that's where the money's at yep yeah Sex novel with zeppelins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all takes place on a zeppelin, <laughs> a transatlantic zeppelin ride. <laughs> nice, really? nice. Yeah. Anyway, it's gonna be really good. I'll let you know when we have a. We'll we'll send you a draft when yeah. we're getting close. Okay. Yeah. I'll make some edits. It's gonna <laughs> change some things. That's all I'm yeah. saying. We've got a lot of plans. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. All right, we're at over an hour. So, uh, Patty, man, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. And please come back on again whenever you want. Yes. All right. Cool. Yeah. Give us cool. a heads up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, once again, uh, thanks to Patty and Sam. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you again soon. All right, have a good one. Peace.